Well, hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Ad Skills Pro podcast. I am your host, Kate Bach Jr. And in this episode and every episode of the Ad Skills Pro podcast, we share case studies from real life campaigns uh, run by top media and ad buyers from the Ad Skills Pro network. So today I am joined by Zhao, who's tuning in or coming uh, in with us from Portugal, which is one of my favorite places on earth. Hello, Zhao. How are you? Hello, Kate. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. So Zhao is an AdSkills certified junior media buyer with experience in e-commerce and lead generation. Um, he's currently doing freelance um, media buying for a couple of agencies and working with some clients of his own. So we're going to get to hear about some of his Bragworthy campaigns here shortly. And of course, uh, the best part is at the end of each show, you will have the chance to hire um, our pros. So stay tuned and listen for that opportunity at the end. So Zhao, let's jump in. Tell me, um, I'm curious too, because I am always interested. I've spent a lot of time in Europe, right? So I'm always interested in the mindset of where people are at there in terms of internet marketing sure. based or as compared to um, where, how we are in the United States. So I think it'll be interesting to hear your story and what were you doing? How long have you been doing media buying? Like what were you doing before and what is it that sort of sparked your interest or your, um, you know, sparked your, your, your passion or whatever and decide to go this route in your career? Okay, sure. So it, it all started in uh, around 2015. I, uh, uh, I never dealt with uh, internet marketing before and I stumbled upon, I, I don't remember the details, but I remember the product that I found. I stumbled upon uh, an Amazon FBA kind of launch uh, where they were teaching about this specific business model to do like private labeling on, on Amazon. And that got me a little bit interested, so I decided to, to see the launch. I didn't end up buying the product, but I decided to try it on my own. And uh, I basically created everything from scratch. Um, and uh, I, I stumbled upon a lot of uh, difficulties and stuff like that, but I was able just to, to put it out there. And when I started to sell on Amazon, I realized that I was missing a lot of stuff. Basically, I didn't know a clue about copywriting. I didn't know anything about how to create compelling images or even promoting my products. So I realized that probably I needed to, to do some study and to learn some things. And that's where I got uh, inside the world of um, internet marketing. And basically, I got really into it. And um, I learned a lot, failed a lot. Uh, tried different ventures, uh, also got a lot of skills that allowed me to work as a consultant for other people that were doing successfully Amazon business uh, businesses. Uh, also had the ability to work as a marketing assistant for an e-commerce startup as well. And basically that's it. Uh, what led me to, to media buying was the fact that uh, in, in, um, while I was doing these projects, I had to learn uh, to do Facebook ads and Google ads. And I learned most of it by myself, and I really enjoyed the, the things, the, the analytical uh, part of it. And uh, um, it, it, it resembles a little bit like investing. You, you need to understand uh, some fundamentals. You need to look at technical details in order to, to optimize things and to make things work. Uh, but again, I was on a beginner level and just trying to, to work by, on my own. 
And uh, after I ended up uh, working with the e-commerce company, I started to think what I could do for myself. And I realized that I was like a jack of all trades, but master of none. And I decided to really sharpen my skills and focus on something that I enjoy. And um, I realized that one of the things that I felt that I had some, some skills on was basically doing ads. And uh, uh, it was just a, um, a strike of luck because I have been following uh, Justin for a while uh, on his email um, uh, list uh, and also on Facebook. And basically I was presented with a jumpstart program and for me it was a no-brainer. It was the right time to, to join it and the rest uh, is history. So what, what, were your, what were you doing before this or what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? Was it a media buyer? Were you always interested in business and marketing or was, was there something else that you were passionate about before this? Well, um, I, al I always had some, uh, some business um, I, I, al I, also, I always look at, uh, at businesses and I wanted to do something related to business. I didn't know what I wanted to do in the first place. That's why probably I tried a lot of different things just to find my, uh, my perfect match. Um, but um, uh, basically that's what I wanted to do. I have a, a management degree, a tourism man management degree. Uh, unfortunately on Portugal, uh, um, how can I say the people with degrees are not that valued in terms of uh, professional skills and also in terms of um, revenue. So I decided that I wanted to, to do my own look and to try to do things on my own in a perspective where I could uh, uh, win by performance and uh, by putting my own uh, work into it. So. I love that. So you just mentioned um, that you, it was the right time and you jumped into the, to the jump start. Yeah. How did that change or, and or help or, you know, affect your performance as a media buyer? It, it changes a lot because before I, I didn't consider myself, again, I consider myself like a junior media buyer. I got the certification from Ad Skills and everything like that. But before I, I was just buying ads like everyone else. I, I didn't have the proper foundation steps. And um, when I joined the Jumpstart program, what I realized is that I was missing a lot of important things. I was foc focusing too much on the strategies and on the CBO, ABO, that kind of, of jazz that uh, in, in the end it matters, but doesn't matter um, that much in the whole uh, realm of things. And uh, I just realized that I needed to get that foundation, like uh, how to really look at the market, how to find the target market, and, and how to do the tracking, how to understand uh, getting from A to Z and not just doing the easy part that is creating a campaign and just putting out there. Uh, I was missing all the, the, the foundational parts that uh, are super important. And now I realize that are fundamental to to be successful on, 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 this, on this line of work. Got it, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think the fundamentals are super, super important. You're right, anybody can read a blog article or knows they need a, an image and they need a, some words to throw on a page and a link or something like that, right? But yeah. understanding how you arrive at the correct or the, the best ones to use is a process um, that you learn uh, over time with those fundamentals. So I'm, how are you applying this knowledge that you're using? What types of businesses are you working with? Um, and um, I'd like to hear about any uh, campaigns. I'd love to hear like the before and after kind of applying these fundamentals, you know, like when I started working on this campaign at 
um, how was it going? And then when you applied some of these fundamentals, what shifted or changed and, and the results of those? We want to hear your successes. Sure, sure. Uh, thank you for that. Basically, um, uh, talking about the campaigns, uh, you, um, you, you uh, sorry, just to, to recap, uh, one of the things that you asked me was about the campaigns. What was the, the first one, just to make sure that I, I answer everything you Oh, asked. what types of, you know, what types of campaigns do you work on? Or do you, oh, okay, like, with okay. what types of businesses? And so tell us a little bit about that and then jump okay. into your, the actual campaign. So uh, I, before I went to, to, to Ad Skills and started with the Jumpstart program, um, I was mostly doing, like, e-commerce and lead gen. I was working, as, as mentioned, uh, for uh, for a couple of businesses, nothing on a on a large scale because I was just an employee and they just wanted to try something on on, on that um, on that way. Um, but I was mostly focusing on e-commerce and um, and lead gen. Now uh, working as a junior media buyer for other agencies, I'm kind of open to to different um, business models because. For me, it's important to be able also to to understand wh where I feel more more comfortable on because I only tried e-commerce and lead gen, and probably there are a lot of different businesses models that I can feel comfortable with, and it's also part of of, of the of the learning process because even though Ad Skills has a great training program, and I really enjoyed it, uh, a lot of the stuff that you really um, learn it's by working on. on on the field and by working on a day-to-day -day basis and that's where you start to understand some things you start to understand the markets and you start to, un to understand what are your strengths and your weaknesses and where you need to to work on and so at the moment i'm working a little bit on uh, a lot of different um, uh, verticals but um, as an example uh, i recently got a client of my own it's an e-commerce business and i feel comfortable working on those so, uh, but mostly what I'm focusing on is um, to get the more uh, information I can and to learn from people that have way more experience and uh, can give me that kind of training as well to become a better professional. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so you're open to a variety, you have some specialization in lead gen and e-commerce because yeah. that's in, been in your history, but now you're opening up to doing more uh other types of working with other types of clients yeah. as well yeah, so yeah. i got that so tell us about some of the campaigns now um that you have done that have been um super successful or brag worthy we want to hear um how talented you are sure uh, thank you uh, most of the campaigns that i've been working with of course i can disclose details because those campaigns that are really brag worthy are a part of agencies and uh, I, I really uh, respect their work and and uh, the privacy of this line of work, but I can share you a, a small example of an e-commerce company that is owned by a couple of friends of mine. And uh, basically they were trying to do um, some Facebook ads before. They were getting some sales, but they, they were never, they never got, <clears throat> sorry, they never got like a, a very good ROAS and a good return on their investment. So I realized that they were having some kind of issues uh, finding the, the target market. Um, and what I did, I just did a study. I started to look into the market, what tickles the market, what makes the market move, the kind of language, the kind of communication, what the market says. And um, I realized that uh, there were a lot of um, ideas that, we, that could be used for, for that campaign. And 
even on um, on a content distribution level, things started to to show results. And basically, uh, what I realized and what I've been done uh, doing uh, more for for these kind of campaigns also. Of course, it's on a small scale, but I've been finding that a lot of businesses and small businesses just have like uh, gaps in their funnel. And this is just a matter of finding those gaps and trying to, to fix those gaps and to, to close the gap, basically, to, to make sure that the, the customer journey and everything is up to par and uh, as expected, basically. Um. Tell me about the gaps that you're talking about. Uh, what type of gaps are you do you see in the funnel and, and are you filling? Can you give me some examples? Sure. Um, as an example, I started to do some content distribution. They, they weren't doing content distribution before. They were basically creating a cold audience uh, head like, uh, I got this, buy this now. And it wasn't working, of course, because it was there was a lot missing because they were just starting on the consideration level. They forgot completely about the awareness level, and they weren't even doing retargeting, like the simple things that for us it's like second nature. But I, I realized that a lot of people don't do this, and they just try to focus on doing one ad and and having a result. And sometimes just by closing these gaps and looking at the specifics uh, at the specifics you can change overall. I can give you an example. They were, they basically to be profitable, they needed like a 2.1 row as before. Uh, just by adding the retargeting by itself, they, they were able to, to, to get to those levels and having a good um, content distribution. Basically they have a, a running funnel. Of course they are working on a small scale and there is no, in, not enough significant um, statistical significance to, to make uh, assumptions. But I can say that it has been operating for more than three weeks and they, they have been getting uh, above 3x uh, on ROAS. So things are working for them and, and they can start to, to, to scale on a smaller level, of course. Mm -hmm. But just by closing those gaps, things started to work. Uh, and they thought that they have a, pro a product problem or something like that. But I realized that it was really a funnel pro problem and it got fixed. How important is it to, so I think I hear what you're saying is that it is important. So how important is it? I have a client uh, right now that I'm um, struggling to communicate how important it is to not go straight to that consideration phase and to really, um, even in pre-launch, right? Where if you're in beta before maybe your software or your product actually launches, I mean, that is the time where you should be focused really, really on awareness instead of going straight to consideration. Are you, you're saying that um, that's a really big deal, that that's a part of the yeah. funnel that you shouldn't be, neglect, that it really should be awareness should be adequately addressed. Even though a lot of business owners feel like awareness is throwing, is just throw, you know, it's just a waste of money because but they don't see the immediate return. Not at all. You need to think uh, on a customer perspective because well, let's imagine and giving a quick example. There, there are people that are, aren't even aware of the problem that might that, that may that uh, they might be having. A lot of people are aren't aware that they have like uh, health issues, and probably they start to realize when they read an article saying a lot of people are getting weight because of X. Probably they are thinking, hmm, I think I got that X. Probably I uh, do. I have a problem. So they start. Think about this and you need to understand that there are people, of course, that they are solution aware and they are aware of your specific solution and they are ready to buy. 
but you need to cater to all of these kind of people that uh, are problem aware, they are problem aware, but they don't know a solution yet. So you need to be of service and actually give before asking. And that's, that's how I think that advertising will evolve because um, people, the attention span is getting lower and lower and people need to, to really resonate with the brand and with the marketing that a brand does. So I believe that it will uh, make uh, companies stand out when they behave like this. In customer mindset, I have one more question for you, just personal curiosity. In the customer mindset of the European market versus maybe the American market, or do you work in any other regional markets? We, I have a client right now that has historically attempted to break into, and it, it is a marketing um info product training right yeah. it is a it is a train online marketing training about online marketing right they've been historically trying to break into the european market but have only recently really just within the last three or four months maybe even just this year in 2020 been able to actually have any success with running ads in the european market so has historically been a us only product so that's really the kind of where i'm coming from is um yeah. in terms of understand in, in terms of this thinking and also just when i spent time in europe being in the co-working spaces as an entrepreneur just meeting people it was uh this was two or three years ago it was still a pretty fresh everyone still had a very youthful understanding i thought it was so great because i felt like i was coming from the future with yeah. um with concepts and ideas to share with people that i was meeting which was which was fun so anyways i'm just curious um do you think it, it been a, like it, for american uh, media buyers that they have a hard time writing or understanding or writing for uh european buyers but but you can probably write a bit both ways i don't know it's kind of an open-ended question about if you yeah. want to compare the markets so um, you were right, and uh, I, f I found it f funny when you said that you felt like you came from the future because I've been discussing with a lot of people that work on the internet marketing world in Portugal, and uh, basically other media buyers and people that work with info products and such and coaches, and some of them uh, actually um, consume products from United States and Canada, and they see a huge gap, and there is really a huge gap. Sometimes we say that I can say that there is a gap, like three or four years gap in terms of information. What was talked about internet marketing like four years ago on the US market is started to, to get now in Portugal. So uh, in Portugal, uh, at least is, is my experience. I don't know what, about other countries like uh, UK or something like that. I believe that they will be more evolved in terms of uh, internet marketing and where they are at the moment. But I'm just comparing to with Portugal. Um, it's funny to see because um, a lot of people, if you talk with anyone on internet, internet marketing on, um, on the United States, uh, most of them know what a media buyer is. A media buyer is. If you talk to a, someone in Portugal that uh, is running ads or something like that and you speak just uh, the word media buyer, they always ask, what is a media buyer? So it's just, um, th there's some kind of gap. Of course, it's getting closer because um, the internet is giving the possibility to, to people to, to get updated. And a lot of people are starting to, more people my age, uh, they, they know English and they can uh, um, learn from other types of contents that, came, that come from the uh, United States and Canada and such. Um, but yeah, there is a, a huge gap. And um, 
I think it's completely different the way you speak to a customer on the United States and the way you should speak to a customer in Portugal. Probably you need to, uh, probably in Portugal you could use like um, a cold audience, like a kind of ad with great copywriting and attract the right, the right people. But again, uh, it could or it couldn't work. And uh, as a friend of mine says in advertising, there are two only uh, expressions that are uh, the absolute truth. One, of, one of, of them is it depends and the other one it's let's test it because you never know. And, uh, <laughs> it yeah. depends is the answer for everything. Yeah. Um, it depends. I totally get that. Yeah. So thank you. This has been an awesome and very informative session. I enjoyed myself and I, I'm sure that our listeners or viewers have as well. If they want, if anyone wants to reach out and work with you directly or chat more, maybe they're trying to break into the Portuguese market. That would be really sure. great. Or just hear more about e-commerce lead gen. Um, how can they get in touch with you, Zhao? So um, one of the best ways to, to contact me and to connect with me is by Facebook. Uh, my slug is facebook.com forward slash no filter John. Um, funny name because most people don't know how to say my name. So I decided to create a slug that would be easier for, uh, for people uh, um, overseas. Uh, also, um, people can connect uh, with me by email at main at nofiltermarketing.com. Basically, these are the best ways to, to connect with me. Is that name at nofiltermarketing.com? Uh, sorry, main, like uh, main. Main. M-A-I-N, like Main yeah, Street. Yeah, yep, got main, it. Okay. Yeah. Main at nofiltermarketing.com or on Facebook as nofilterjohn. I yeah. almost said no. I almost, I, I spent four months. This is how I know. <laughs> I, I had to. It took me four months to get it. Anyways, uh, all right. Well, if you are watching this on YouTube, those links and information will be down below in the description. And of course, if you're listening on iTunes or any of the podcast networks, you can check out the show notes. Zhao, thanks again. Thank uh, I promise next me. time I'm in Portugal, I will um, swing by and say hello. We will Thank grab you. a beer somewhere, a super block. Yeah, <laughs> the best one. Um, yes, and um, I thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Ad Skills Pro podcast. Leave us a review. Tell us um, all the good things that you've learned, and we will see you on the next episode.